Need hey, what's up, folks? Hey, what's up? Extra coffee. Yes. Hey, what's up, folks? Welcome back to another 3D Hangout. My name is Noah Ruiz. I'm a designer at Adafruit, and joining me every week is my brother Pedro. Good morning, everybody. I'm Pedro S. Creative Tech here at Adafruit, and every week we're here to share 3D printed projects featuring electronics from Adafruit. That's right. This is where we combine 3D printing and DIY electronics to make inspirational projects. Hello, everybody in the chat room. We are hanging out in the Discord chat room. If you'd like to join us during the live show with questions, banter, preguntas, we can, you can let us know in the, in the chat room. We're in the live broadcast chat room. We're hanging out there now. We want to welcome everybody to the show. Thank you for joining us. We are hanging out on YouTube, Facebook, as well as Twitch and Periscope. So hello to everybody hanging out, giving quick shout outs to everyone hanging out in the chats. We got Mr. Certainly Bruce. Hello, good got morning. Got Gary Z, Skr. Got hello, Skr. Duwester. Duwester, hello. Yanni, Susan. Hello, hello. Alvaro. Hey, folks. Serene, Frank. Wow, look at this cool board from Skr. This is a uh, little trinket, or a Stemma board. Very, very cool. Yeah, go ahead and share your stuff, too. We're, we're, all, we're all good here. All right, um, we are going to do the housekeeping as we do in the beginning of the show, pay some bills, and let you folks know what kind of deals are going on. So let's head on over to adafruit.com slash free. The more money you spend with your orders, the more stuff you're going to get for free. So I'll just run through them real quick. For orders that are $99 or more, you'll get a free Permaproto half-size breadboard. This is a really nice through-hole plated board. For orders that are 149 or more, you get the half-size Proto plus a Stemma QT board. If you have an account with Adafruit, you get a, uh, well, make sure you don't get the same one twice. So you kind of get a random one if you don't have a, an account. For orders that are $200 or more, you get the Stemma QT board, the half-size Proto board, and free UPS ground shipping for continental US only. For orders that are $299 or more, you get the ground shipping from UPS, continental US only, the Stemma QT board, randomly selected, and the, uh, the Permaproto half-size breadboard, and I think I missed that one. But go to the website, adafruit.com slash free, and you can get all the different tiers. I think I butchered that one. Sorry, I'm not that great at paying bills. All right, jobs.adafruit.com. You can check out the different job listings that were posted up throughout the week. Uh, there are some two new ones that I'm seeing here. Since last week, we got an embedded systems engineer in the, in the Santa Maria, California area. Space Information Laboratories, that is a cool name. Uh, there's another posting here for the Newark, Newark DE area, a design-build wearable necklace pendant. That buzzes, that's a cool description there. Um, yeah, so check that out, uh, check those out. It's free to create a, a profile, whether you're an employer or a maker looking to offer some of your maker skills. Uh, free to do so. Cool. All right. CircuitPython meetings happen every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern. And it happened this week on Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern. It's a great time to listen in to the core devs of CircuitPython and the community, what's going on. You get, uh, uh, it gets posted as an archive after the meeting. Uh, it's recorded live in the Discord chat room as well. So if folks want to join in on that, you can go uh, to the CircuitPython um, chat room in Discord. Newsletters, once, whoa, I need to update this one. Our image is gone. <laughs> the, uh, the newsletter is once a week. It's called the new, new newsletter. Go to adafruit.com slash newsletter for that one. There we are. For the dailies, adafruitdaily.com is where you can su subscribe to different categories that uh, get sent on the daily. Um, you have to opt into those. They're not automatic or anything like that. So if you don't. Uh, so if you want if, to So join. if you want them, you have to go and, and you know, subscribe to them, sign up. And sign up. So com. it's a standalone website, and yeah. Cool, I think that is almost everything. Later today, at around... I think it's 3? I got a blog is post. Is it noon at <laughs> 3 p.m. today, Eastern, uh, there is a hack chat that will be uh, live streaming uh, on this channel with Lamar, Lady Ada, and Scott Shawcroft. I think there might be other folks, but it's a hack chat that is going to be hosted uh, on the on the Hackaday site. Yep. Yeah. 
Thanks, Pedro. It'll be rebroadcasted on Discord as well. So if you want to join the chat in there with Lamar and Scott, mm -hmm. it'll be in there as well. Yeah, and there's a blog post uh, on the Adafruit site, so you can check it out. You can set a reminder or read in some more details, and you can be a part of the Hack Chat as well if you have a, an account with, I believe, Hack Hack uh, Hack a Day. And there may or may not be some free giveaways, so definitely tune in for that. You really? don't want to miss out. May or may not. Hmm. I wonder what the uh, awesome giveaway is. Yeah. It should be cool. I'm not going to say anything. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, they are talking about keyboards, so. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Cool. Well, that is the... I think that's all this housekeeping. The housekeeping. Go ahead cool. and jump into... Couple more shout outs. <laughs> oh, yeah, we got more shout outs. We got Vince. Hey, Vince. We got Mad Bodger. We got Rosin, Charles Beneford, uh, Gary, Carlos, uh, Lowe's, Silva, all hanging out. Cool. Thanks for, for joining us. Joining. And yep. thanks for all of the uh, current projects you guys are all working on. Get on that Discord, discord.gg slash Adafruit, to join in the chat. Sky Galliant. Just joined as well. Hello. All right, let's go ahead and speaking of keyboards, jump into this week's project. All right. Very uh, useful for accessibility. Yay. Yeah, be on the lookout for this one. We'll, we'll, um, yeah, we'll try to get going. it published later today, but we'll give you a sneak peek of what's going on here. Yeah, it's in the review as we speak. It is a very handy uh, Braille keycaps for uh, a couple of your most common used uh, like keyboard shortcuts. Namely, volume up, volume down, page up, page down, tab, home, copy, paste, escape, play, and and the quit button. Yeah, so we got ourselves this little sheet, a little braille overlay. So we wanted to make sure that we referenced the correct sort of forms. And there's a lot of different keys. Uh, a lot of the uh, function keys are, are very different. We didn't think that they would be just an F and an 8, for example. So we wanted to make sure that they are, are you know, kind of the right way to do them. So we got this as a reference point. We made sure that it, it follows spacing it pretty good. The spacing and the, uh, bumps on it was all correct. And it was a little difficult to track down some of the more obscure ones like tab and home since um, a lot of like the images on, on websites that you see, they're all like, you know, looks kind of yeah, sketchy. Like, you know how okay. like uh, <laughs> medical apps look like they're like yeah. web 1.0 looking. There's like no CSS on them. There's yeah, just tables. Okay. So we had to make sure we had a resource for editable keycaps. I see one of the questions uh, in the Discord is um, Charles asking if we have an entire uh, Braille alphabet for that. Uh, we only have the key, the hotkeys for this. Yeah. Only a couple like uh, copy, a C, a P for paste. So uh, we'll show you how to edit the actual file so you can create your own if you want to make the entire alphabet. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do that in a sec. Uh, one of the reasons, what's, what's cooler about having it um, 3D printed is that you can choose different colors, of course. It, may, it might not be something um, people want, but it's something that you can do. So you have the option to 3D print it or use these overlays. But it's really cool that you made it so that the, the cavities here, the little dots that, that aren't pr properly, kind of allow the light to shine through. So. The NeoPixels kind of make it a little bit more layered and fun. And on top of that, Lamar thought it'd be a good idea to have audible uh, tones. So this is, I think, the first project that kind of uses the speaker. There's a, a built-in buzzer, speaker buzzer, right here in the back of the macro pad. And that's just loud enough to get like some basic tones going. So it's kind of like a touchstone dial. Right now, I'm just doing page up and page down, and then volume keys. So you have. Uh, very similar to uh, Philby's um, hot keys um, demo code. It's it's kind of similar. Um, it doesn't have different um, uh, what would you call them like uh, uh, sets of, of keys, but one is good enough, and um, you could adapt it so that it has more. Um, but yeah, having the ability to have the, the, the tones uh, was is pretty neat. And Alvaro posted a link to his GitHub for the uh, CircuitPython Braille uh, alphabet, if you want to check that out. Post nice. the link on all of the other chats as well. Yeah, let's check that out real quick, actually. Yeah, so we have this attached to your uh, stand here. But of course, this could be used with, uh, it could be used bare. Okay. And uh, yeah. Yeah, tell me about the, the, the stem and 
Oh boy. Whoops. Press the play button. I did, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. yeah, so this TEM, uh, of course, this is the 3D printed version. I'm going to grab that out. Uh, we made these a couple of years ago, and they still hold up with the uh, kale uh, switches that we offer in the shop. And the printer is, you know, resolution on it. We're just doing the 200 microns on it. And the resolution is, you know, just good enough to actually print these out. Before, when we were testing these out, we were using the resin printers and a little bit of difficulty in terms of getting the uh, supports to stay on there. But with an FDM printer, it's a little bit easier. Uh, it's literally just like, a, I think it's like a one millimeter uh, tall stem uh, support that you put on there and it easily comes right off. And then the resolution for the little bumps on, on here is pretty good. You can feel the difference between all of the spacings. And uh, yeah, if you want to get even fancier with like um, transparent uh, resin, it will work for that as well, since that was what it was originally uh, designed for. So yeah, nice little simple way to make any customized key caps. And these are the DSA. So they're symmetrical um, on all four sides and the tallness is you know, just the exact same as the uh, DSA kit that we have in the store as well. Oh. Yeah, when I was designing my own keys, I found it, oh great, let me I hit the Whoops. quick key. <laughs> great thing, Wirecast warns you before. Um, yeah, the spacing is gonna work out for kind of the closest you can get these keys to be. It's about 19 millimeters apart from each other, so it's good to see that um, bunched up together as close as they can, they are they're good, because I have made some that aren't good. Like, <laughs> so good job on, on making them actually nice tight fitting and, and uh, you know, able to, to not kind of rub against each other. That's nice, so good work there. That's all I had to say about that. Um, yeah. yeah, so let's go ahead and jump into, I guess, Fusion and show how this is all laid out so you can build your own uh, customized keycap. Sure, okay, here we go. Jump in here real quick. So I'll post a link to the Fusion 360 file. All right, if you want to jump in, I will hand you over keys. Yeah, so inside of the sketches, you can see the Braille sketch for this. And, oh no, your navigation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome to... I'm using, like, the Maya navigation. <laughs> Sorry. So all you do is basically just click on whichever... Uh, circle you want and extrude those out. Yeah, so you want to have a reference like this, this the website or, or, or this overlay here, you can have this as a way to uh, to reference what letter or what kind of combination of keys you want to do. Mm -hmm. And if you want to do anything else with like, I don't know, elevating the stem or changing the height of this to like have uh, varying heights for your keycaps, you're more than welcome to do that. And that's pretty much it. Super easy to edit all these. And if you don't want these, you can, of course, go into the timeline and delete that or just not have it in your extrude. Yeah, I like having them. The, the little cavities, holes, they let you know what's the full arrangement. Mm -hmm. Because right now, you kind of can get confused on, well, what's the right orientation of these things? Uh, that's the incorrect orientation. That's the correct orientation. Yep. So it's three rows down and five, yeah. five columns across. Mm -hmm. Because you can do some different combinations. Which one was it? Was it the home screen? Yeah, the home, the print, like all of the um, uh, like uh, escape, the F1 functions, and then some of the numbers have uh, more than one uh, column and row. Yeah, our shot doesn't show this right now. Yeah. It's just the screen. Oh, okay. So uh, yeah, pretty much it. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's a little simple way to have an editable one since every time I look around, none of them are set up in this way where you have the sketches and you can easily update the entire keycap along with like the way that it lofts and um, yeah, just the arrangement of uh, how you'd want to customize it. Okay. So then uh, do you want to set it up in, in Cura and slice it up? Yeah, so if you jump into Cura, this is just showing how easy it is to add one of the support materials that you'll need for the stem. Cue the uh, weed whackers. Uh -huh. Apologize for the uh, yard work outside, but there it is. All right, um, I'll go ahead and add it for you. Where's the, uh, what's the folder Addicts, name? Uh, do a by date. My iMac isn't, is not is new, so it's not gonna have good dates. This uh, is by date, so. Okay. Probably Braille, I think. Nope. Nope, keyboard caps. 
do it by name. One down. Okay. Export. And then just put in copy, I guess. Okay. Nice little simple one. All right. So all yeah. these are already oriented. So all you have to do is go in there um, and place a little piece of supports, which you do not have. You don't have the plugin to do custom yeah, supports. Yeah, let's show folks how to install it. Where do you go? So you go to the marketplace, I believe, right here, and it's uh -huh. uh, custom supports. And... Is it working or not working? I don't think it's working. <laughs> we didn't plan this, did we? Nope. <laughs> I clicked on this little button here, and I think my iMac is like, it might crash. Okay, so it's basically just putting, yep, it's done. You're just putting uh, one little piece of support material right underneath the uh, stem and using the support settings. Is of, it one of these? Sorry. Uh, search here for supports. Okay. It should be the custom supports. Which I uh, get them we're showing this in case uh, people don't have this because I assumed it was uh, I standard. <laughs> Uh, you shouldn't have to. I don't remember signing in for this. Wow, Kira. Uh, refuse. I refuse. <laughs> nah, I have to sign Okay, in. well, wow. sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, well, we're letting people know, hey, this is what happens. I, I think, make I think it lets you install it if you do it through the um, through Kira, not on the website. Yeah. Oh, hey, let's try it here. It was just loading, folks, sorry. It was trying to pull all the stuff from the internet. and Well, we're streaming right now, aren't we? <laughs> so custom supports. Did I scroll past it? There's no search, right? Should really be built in, guys. What's going on? Um, there's no way to search, huh? Mm -mm. No. Custom supports is right there. I'm gonna hit install. And you're probably gonna have to restart. <laughs> um, the whole machine? No, just the uh, Cura. Cool. Yep, quit. Okay. Here we go. This is live, folks, for sure. This is the latest version of Cura, by the way, 4.10. All right, here we are. Let's go ahead and add it again. It should remember the folder where we were. Yes, okie dokie. Got that there. And, and you'll activate your supports. Cool, right so there. this icon down here, that's new, custom supports. Or the S key. All right. And then I'm gonna rotate right underneath. Okay. And then just place it right on the stem. Like click anywhere? Yep, right in the corners. And then move oh, it. Sure. Oh, I actually, uh, I hate this def default. Can uh, I hit control The Z? base, have it the same as the size. So 7.5? Yeah. And then how do you delete it? Hit oh, the delete, delete key. key. Okay, delete key. And then. Click on your object. Click on your object. And then you're good. Now I'll click on like any of the corners there and then right. you just move it to the center. And you move it by dragging it? Yep, you'll click on your move tool. Oh, okay, I'm getting the hang of this, folks. Yeah, look at that. And there you go. So you can fine tune That's where you want this thing to go. So you just need that little piece of support. Mm -hmm. and the reason I didn't include this is just in case you want to have, or your printer is definitely gonna be different, so you'll want to have different uh, Z uh, offsets for your supports. So right, so under here I need to generate supports, right? Or no, 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 leave that off. Leave Otherwise, that off. Yeah. What about uh, settings, density for my support? You have to, in the uh, cogwheel there, it'll so let this you one. adjust that. Okay, what would you turn on here? Uh, just go ahead and turn it on, and then just so you have access to all of the, uh, the options, and then turn it off. It's just so you can show all of the options I see. for it. Okay which you're gonna have to turn on. Sorry, yeah. I forgot that this is a comp completely fresh install. It so is, everything and is... folks are going to have a fresh, yeah. complete install, more likely, so I'm glad you're setting mine up. Um, so support, I think it's like the offset. Support offset? Yeah, horizontal now is... Density is one, definitely, I wanna play with that. It's like the Z, Z height. support distance. There it is. Turn that on. Yep. Anything else? I think that's it for now. Okay. Don't let these settings, you know, be daunting, folks. Like we're 
we're, the one you want to look at is this Z distance and probably support density. Is that fair? Yeah. Okay. I close and it'll show up here, right? Yeah. Yep, so just set that. On mine, it's uh, 0.21. The, the distance? distance. Okay. And what is that doing? It's just how this the gap between the actual printed part and the supports. Ah, distance from the top to the bottom. Okay, cool. You can just roll over the, yep. the tap. And then the tap. Uh, you can disable generate supports. Right. But it'll because you have create. your own custom ones on there, it'll still add the supports to that. All so right, if you slice it, a bit. Okay, let's slice it up. Just so you don't have any additional Cura uh, trying to add any other. Yes. Um, so here's the preview tab. You get a good look at your. Uh, you know, your render thing, and there is our support. Does that look good? Yeah, to you. That should snap right off. Sweet. Nice. And that's pretty much all the supports you need for that. The yeah. top should fill in if you have a good active cooling fan. Yeah, the top will fill problems. itself up because the perimeters, it catches itself on it. So that's mm -hmm. good. And uh, it's always hard to judge sizes when you're zoomed up into an object, but for it sure. is pretty small. So your, uh, your fan shroud is probably bigger than this entire geometry. <laughs> yeah, the tool heads like just mm -hmm. won't be able to see because it's such a small thing. Yeah, but this is FDM printing. I, I think folks are aware, but yeah. Cool. Nice. I got my support, custom supports now. Um, so that's cool. I wish I had something loaded up for like how to do it with the resin supports because that one was uh, kind of mm, tricky as well. The trees, yeah. yeah. Tree support. Cool. And so. then I did find a way to actually print it. Uh, remember where we would just have the, the top stuck to the bed and we didn't need any support material at all? That was cool. But uh, yeah. we don't have any of that loaded up. But right. I guess just an anecdotally to let mm. people know that you can do that with a resin printer where it's just printing uh, like it's being held on just by the little bumps. So there is a way yeah, to do that. That'd be cool. <laughs> All right. Well, there's a quick look at kind well, of slicing it up yeah. and installing the plugin. Yeah. Susan cool says, uh, thanks. Was wondering how to do the custom supports. Oh, I've okay. never done it. <laughs> I'm glad you did it, man. Cool. All right. Well, let's uh, kind of jump back over to the website. And I think you have a little bit of a here and the learn guide. Here we go. So. Yep, the homepage just kind of has some links to uh, the products. Please sign up to notif get notified when the macro pad is in stock. Um, They're making more. Yeah, so I was about to slip and say something, but no. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the code is by Katni Rambor, so Katni's CircuitPythonista, and she uh, wrote up the code so that um, folks can, can use the, the download project bundle and get all the libraries, the code, and any assets. Uh, this one, I think the there, there are no like extra images or anything like that, so that's cool. Um, and then you can change up the uh, the the sounds and everything inside the shortcuts.py file. Um, here's just a sample of it. So you have like four different things you can change. The uh, the tone, the the note is is more of like a frequency. That's how it's generated. So you're kind of have to pick a number or look for a chart on online to if you want like a specific note or something. You can you can play with that. And then the key and the label is, is followed by here in the parentheses. And then the, uh, the key sequence, so you can string together different key codes or consumer keys. So it's set up pretty nice. Yeah, and um, I'll go ahead and open up Mu, Mu Editor, and then uh, look at it. There it is. I'll switch my, my shot so I can see the whole screen. Here we are. So here is the code. It's very nicely commented. That's excellent for folks that uh, are new to programming, like myself. And what I'll do is I'll pull out the shortcuts.py file. Here it is. And again, it's nicely commented. So sound, it could be an integer for a tone in hertz. Here's an example of it. You could also do a WAV file. Um, I would, yeah, WAV file. It's coming. <laughs> coming soon, WAV files. Uh, the label, that's what is going to appear on the OLED display, and then the key code type. This is really cool how it's set up. When it comes to key codes, um, you have two different types. You have a key code, which is sort of like your, your standard keyboard character, and then you have special keys, consumer control keys. These are media-specific, play, pause, volume, um, next track, previous track. I think those are all of them. Maybe brightness is also a, a consumer control, brightness. So if you wanted to do that, all you have to do is, is either switch between these two um, little labels, CC, meaning the consumer control code, or the 
KC, which is the, the, um, the key code. Yeah, so you can see here a, the way you would do volume is you would say macro pad, consumer control, and then volume increment or volume decrement, play pause, that's the same key. And then for a regular key code, it's just like C, Q, V. Or if you want like a command or an alt or a tab in escape, it would be key code escape and tab. There is a list of all of these in the read the docs. I don't have that loaded now, but you can pull it out of the library, um, the learn guide rather. Um, the keypad library, I believe, has that all there. So you can check those out. But yeah, it's, it's, it's nicely laid out. So it's uh, super easy to customize it. And then the color, the color is a little bit different. Um, the color is just kind of randomly being generated. I can see here that it's kind of using the color wheel. Um, yeah, so if you want to do specific colors, you'll have to tweak it slightly. But there you go. That's, uh, that's how quick and easy it is to change up some of the key commands and just to decipher them a little bit, right? So there you go. And I'll switch back over to the Learn Guide. Hey, looks like uh, uh, Susan and Dewester are adding the Cura-specific settings for those supports. Yay. Cool, man. Hey, you helped me out. <laughs> you helped everybody else. Too. Yeah, I didn't Sweet. realize you didn't have it on there. And it, this Who are you tied to? Like, when do I use supports? <laughs> you kind of do. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm I just mean, saying, can, like... You can glue things together. I know, sometimes. yeah, that's true, that's true. Which yeah. is what you have here. So you have the option to, if you have existing keys, you could just print the top cover and then, and then glue that onto an existing key or a custom key or what have you. So that's really cool. Yeah, so... At, this is another demo that I wanted to show how to do, but I'm pretty sure you don't have Prusa Slicer <laughs> to show people how to slice an object really easy and then right, rotate it. Right, right. So yeah. we'll save that for like next week or something. Yeah, I can show you how to do it in Fusion. <laughs> yeah. Split body, right? Mm-hmm. Do an offset construction plane. Yep. yep. <laughs> but this is like within, a, right. with any existing. Like, right, any STL you can break like apart. The, yeah. the Loki horns that I had to do, I saw some people posting, oh, I can't get the support material to oh, work. you can do it all in I the slicer, yeah. I printed completely with no supports and it's just glued together. That's cool. So that we'll, nice. we'll look at that. We'll look at that next Yeah, week. yeah, cool, cool. All right, but here are some of the other things that you want to do. It looks like I missed a couple it's things. the exact thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you want to turn the interface off? Yeah, just to speed up the segment, you can see all of the additional Yes. Uh, options you'd like to turn on just to make the supports like so easy to like, just flick off. Okay. Okay. And again, this is going to require um, trial and error with your specific printer, but yeah, the, with the curlties, mm -hmm. they should be pretty close to these settings. So you have those. I've been putting this in every single one of the uh, guides that uh, that do use the supports, just for my reference. Feature. That's good. Yeah. Feature me to look back and go, what was that setting that I was using? Yeah, zigzag. <laughs> Support roof on. Yep, so if you want to download the design, you can cover, hover over there the buttons. You can see the links to those. It's uh, the Fusion 360 file, which of course will give you any sort of format that yeah. you want to import into your favorite CAD uh, yeah, project. Yeah, you can get a step file if you're using Blender or any of the other uh, cool cool apps out there. Yeah. Um, up over here, step is right there. A bunch of other ones. OBJ yes. if you're doing like a Cinema 4D. Yeah, and uh, you just have to orient yourself like that. And there you go. Cool beans. And then the STLs, if you just want to print these out, I'll uh, link you to the Thingiverse. Right, which is, just went <clears> up, <throat> so very cool. Assembly for this, super easy. Right. Just make sure that they're oriented correctly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Not upside down. Yes. And then uh, uh, they just snap right on. Cool. Cool, man, I'm gonna be printing more more, more uh, caps now that we have some nice, hey, thanks for joining us, Roof. Some nice uh, settings I can uh, make some all sorts of fun, different keycaps. That's pretty much it. <clears throat> all right. The blank keycap, of course, as we've shown before, you can add any graphics on there and import like a CG or something and do a nice little extrusion to have a custom logo or something on there. So yeah, that'd be real cool. Some more kitty paws or something. And satisfying to completely customize your keyboard. Cool, all right. That is this week's project. Yes. And then we'll continue next week. with a couple of more keyboard stuff. I think we'll do some custom casting uh, with yeah. resin, oh, uh, the UV resin. Right. And just quickly wanted to show um, your UV little nail UV cure that you designed a couple years ago. Still works. Yay. So this is a little 3D printed case, and it has on the inside 
the half-size Perma Proto, which you can get for free if you spend $99 or more with Adafruit, you get it for free. So this has a bunch of UV LEDs, and the idea here is to make sort of a little mini UV nail curer. This was back, uh, back in the day. We made this one with Becky Stern, and now we get to use it for curing UV curable resin casted yeah. keycaps. Yep, so this is actually the thing that Lamar used for her experiments, yeah. <laughs> and uh, we were quite pleased to see that that thing still works, and it's nice. Bunch of LEDs, bunch of resistors and wires. Good job, Pedro. Yes. <laughs> it's not easy to wire. Uh, so that's that's uh, something in the works. We're just getting our our, our, our tool sets ready um, so we can do cure curing resin. Yeah, we're gonna try for the galaxy look for these. So mm -hmm. gotta find galaxy some pigments to do the little swirl Gets for the galaxy. Dye, yeah. So it's kind of like tie-dye shirts, but for yeah. keycaps. Whoa! So fun. Keep going cool. on with that. And, of course, we're doing that because of all of the keycap molds that went into the store. So if you guys That's want right. to pick up some of those, it should be one of the latest things under uh, the new category. Yeah, let me pull that up. Um, hurry up and pick these up. We have, it looks like the keys for every single type of different... Uh, key size, so control. Uh, we got uh, chalks. We got chalk low profile keys. Space bar, Coming keycaps, soon. Oh my goodness. tab. It's all the different sizes along with the, what is the, the other one? The 1U sized keyboard molds. Sorry, I was just I know, gawking I, I over just, the chalk. I just noticed that too. I was like, whoa. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, I, I've, I've read about these. <laughs> And if you haven't guessed already by now, this is one of the pages that we bookmark and continuously refresh so yeah. we can see everything new coming out. Yeah. Even Lamar sometimes doesn't know when things come out. <laughs> so back over to the uh, rotary prototyping. Um, oh, real quick, just comments on oh, this yes. segment and the next segment. Uh, doctor What's is saying on, doctor? that, uh, are they the only person that has different versions of Cura for basically every printer? It never changes Oh, that's it. awesome. I, I remember those days. I, we had a yes. custom version for the Type A machines, a custom version for the CMNC, a for custom Taz. version for, uh, for the Taz, Molespot. <laughs> Every printer had its own version of Cura. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was a year where That's one of the flavors things of Cura I like was about thing. upgrading yeah. or getting a new computer because I leave all of that baggage behind. Mm. <laughs> I never do the, the, the time machine thing anymore. I just yeah. start completely fresh, just in case something was messing up with it. Yeah. Yep, mono price select. Yeah. <laughs> yep, all those. Yeah, Curie 15 point something, exactly. I know, that was used like so long for uh, mm -hmm. all the different versions. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then uh, for an upcoming segment, Matista um, was asking what they suggest for designing PCBs. Which is uh, yeah. There's uh, quite a few. I'll just wait till the, yeah, the yeah, segment yeah. Okay, about okay. that. All right. Okay, well, what's cool. the next thing coming up? Uh, what are we prototyping? Yeah, yeah. We're prototyping another keyboard. More keyboards. Yeah. This huh. is a collab project with Liz. She had a really cool idea to use the one by four QT I squared C breakout board with this with the uh, the Cutie Pie RP twenty forty. So this is a emoji keyboard. So the idea is that this will execute a couple of key commands. And you can customize it to, to be a very specific emoji. So each one of these will do um, the pop-up menu for the emoji thing. It'll type in uh, really fast uh, the, the, the emoji. It'll push the arrow down button. And it'll hit enter all in one key. So you're not having to kind of pull There's out five your, your different thing. operations. Yeah, that literally happen. five different operations for one button press, which is really cool. That really shows how uh, powerful CircuitPython can be. The little 3D printed case. I got um, four screws and standoffs that will secure it. Now what's kind of interesting is the way that these come off. Like the top cover is also the key plate. So as I, as I take this off, it's actually gonna pop out of the uh, kale sockets. So I just have to be very careful with it, but it is a snap fit thing. Nothing got bent. Look at that, that's so cool. So here's the, the Cutie Pie RP2040. What's so cool about this I We're no soldering required. This is literally plug and play. This tiny little Stemma QT uh, cable just plugs into one of the one of the two ports that you have here, and, and into the port right there. So you can make without any soldering. You just plug and play these things. You got your NeoPixels right here. So as you press one key, you can light them up and do two fun stuff. Um, it's all there's no. Uh, I was gonna say there's no screws. Yes, they are. There's 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 eight of them with some standoffs. But really really simple design. 
Um, this frame comes off too, I think. Yeah, like that. So it's just a little frame. And then uh, there's your standoffs there. And now uh, the, the QD pie just gets press fitted into this little holder. And you can see here that we have it set up so that it elevates the, the QD pie so that none of the components are going to break off of it. So I'm a little close there. I think I was going to update it, but I think I like the tightness of it. So it works out fine. Um, yeah. So yeah. the way this is going to mount underneath uh, or above uh, a desk or a computer. Oh yeah, was, we uh, could. Mar was inspired by these under the desk sort of yeah. little quick. Yeah, there's some things we can do there. I might do a different version like that. Oh, I, I put this one wrong. <laughs> this goes in this way. But, it like slides in or something. No, it just clicks in. There you oh, go. I just noticed that there's a headphone jack on the bottom mm -hmm. of this iMac. There is, yeah. <laughs> I was scared earlier in the show because I heard noises. It turns out it's the IMAX fan. Oh. <laughs> I never heard it before until today. Um, you just want to be careful putting this back in. Make sure all the keys get inserted in correctly without a kind of, yeah, we're all good there. All right, so let's go ahead and actually try it out. Um, hopefully it works. <laughs> It's a live show. All right, so how am I going to show this? I'm going to show this with the full screen. I think we could do this. This shows the whole screen, right? Somewhat. Hope this works. Now, I'm running Big Sur, so it might not work exactly. Oh. Yeah, like that one didn't work, right? There we go. Drums. Synthesizer. Wow, so it's popping up the... Lightning bolt. The... Uh, the Butchie. What is it called? Modal window? Yeah, it's the modal window. So in, on a Big Sur, you have to enable it. It's control, command, space bar. And then it actually types out so, the emoji name. And, and there's delays that need to happen. Wow. So you need to wait like half of a second mm -hmm. and then type your thing. Let's say it's cat. You need a delay in between those characters. Wow. So you, then you need to hit down, which is the key, right? Down. And then select. enter. Oh, wow. And then, so if yeah. the arrangement of the emojis changes. Yeah, you'll need to update it. So it's, it's, that's the way wow. you do it, man. That's just the way it's done. On Windows, it's pretty similar. I think there's just less delays on sure. Windows 10. But let's, let's test it really well on, on the Windows computer. And uh, in Catalina, it was, she was testing on Catalina. And it was a little bit, like, the, the delays were a little bit uh, less. But on Big Sur, I don't know. I just had to change it, so it's got a little bit more delayed. So, wow. very, very cool. Um, yeah, very, very easy to get this up and running too, uh, with the whole Stemma QT going on. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Unfortunately, this this board is uh, it uses one of the chips that we can't get. How do we so I think Lamar is going to revise this one. So, yeah. That's and just a little highlight note there, uh, note, rather saying the exact same thing to somebody on YouTube, Super Chat, Lokita French was asking about two volt, two amp LiPo board. I could have swore I saw Lamar showing one off, but I'm gonna guess it's, again, chip shortage. So probably being reworked as well. So should yeah. come soon. Yep, yep. One of these days, we will have more powerful power boost. For sure, yes. And thanks for the uh, 699 for the uh, oh, wow. Super Chat. Yay, thank you. That's really, really awesome, supporting the show like that. That's great. And shout out to our man VP. Hasn't watched in a while. Cool, thank you for tuning in. It's good to have you back. Excellent. When will the Mac Pad be available again? Sign uh, up. Sign up, soon. and you'll get known. You'll be the first one to know if you sign up. Cool, so that is uh, one last thing. Yeah, one last thing. We got our hands on this one. Is this in stock right now, I think? This is the 5x6 Neo Key Ortho Snap Apart sheet. Um, we just made a little 3D printed, uh, what's called a bracket? Is it a bracket? It's like a, a plate. A plate, yeah, a plate. And uh, interestingly enough, um, it's really cool that the, the center of the, of the keys have mounting holes. These are actually mounting holes. So I was able to use mounting holes. You can snap this apart. Your mounting holes won't go away because as long as you have a four by four arrangement in the middle of that, you can you can do a little 
little mounting hole there so you can add these standoffs like this. These are actually our aluminum super fancy feet. I figured I'd try to use those out. They work freaking awesome. I really like them. Uh, I also have a little key plate here. I don't have enough keys. That's why not all of them are populated, but I'm working on it. And the idea here is that you can snap uh, this sheet, this bit and this bit and create whatever arrangement and all of the, uh, the traces should, should, should work out. Um, so that's something I'm working on. I just wanted to make a quick little plate so that uh, it wasn't, you know, scraping on the desk. And I got these um, these feet, which are new in the store, and they're different colors and stuff. But I yeah, thought I'd try them out. A ton they're, of different colors. Yeah, they're fairly chonky. They're pretty big. They're they're not going to be like for something like this. Like I can't quite maybe two of them there, but it might. I don't know. It might be weird, right? So if you're, you got a bigger thing and you want some really nice feet, these aluminum feet are just are just awesome. And then I have a 3D printed bit here. But yeah, let me show you in CAD um, kind of some, some, some shop talk tips that I have. So to start this off, I want to let you guys know how I create uh, the 3D PCBs, right? So I use Eagle. This is what Lamar uses. She uses Eagle CAD from Autodesk. And this is the, uh, the design that I pulled from Lamar's private GitHub. <laughs> And uh, one of the things that was challenging about this one is it has some very peculiar um, kind of shapes for creating the, the slot. So I wasn't able to kind of create a good 3D model out of this because I can't quite pull a good uh, outline. So they're not translating correctly. So uh, shout out to Katni who made another version of this without the panelization and made it so it's a little bit more easy um, to play with. So. Um, you, when you uh, go to the learn guide that's in the work right now, we'll have a, a better, uh, a much more like easier <laughs> uh, eagle, a board file that you can play with. But having said that, this is a eagle version, uh, not, uh, was it nine? Sorry, eagle version 9.3. Right, this is sort of like a couple versions back, but I really like this version because it has a, uh, an ability to send the, the file, the board, and automatically generate it as a 3D model in Fusion 360. Um, you can do that in the latest version of Eagle, but it doesn't allow you to manually change the component type. So let's say the, the, the NeoPixel, you would have to link it to your library and create a managed library. And I've tried doing that, but it's it kind of goes outside of my workflow, so I really like just manually changing and mapping components. So that's why I really like using version 9.3. So having said that, was like, how do I get access to version 9.3? Well, there's a link. It's sort of a backdoor link. Don't let them know I told you about this. I'm sure they're I'm aware. I'm sure they're aware of it. <laughs> but this link here, eagle.autodesk.com slash eagle slash software versions, they have all the way back to version 6.6. .6. So you can download the original, you know, Eagle way back when. I'm, I'm glad that Autodesk has this. Uh, you could Google search it, it's not a big deal. Um, so version 9.3 is what I'm working on. You can click on view files and here are the direct downloads to the Windows, the Mac 64-bit, and even Linux. So if you want that version of Eagle that I really like and enjoy, you, you can grab it. And I needed, I only know about this because I got a new iMac, an M1 iMac, and hey, it installed and runs really good, really fast, and it's all good. So that is just a little tip here. Let me go ahead and throw that in the Discord chat in case folks want to use Eagle 9.3 and uh, in conjunction with Fusion 360. So with that, let me go into Fusion 360 and show you the 3D model of the ortho thing. So here's what it looks like. Um, it doesn't have the the kind of tabs that you're supposed to snap off, so this mm. is one thing you want to be aware of. But um, when it comes to mapping the components, I ran into an issue because of the way it was uh, kind of the way the it's tiled in Eagle. Um, I'm only able to link one component, so I reworked kind of how I'm doing it, and I made it so that it's more like one key, and then I use patterns to create the arrangement. So here's what I'm talking about. Let me just hide. Oh, I can't select anything. What happened? Some weird oddities with Fusion right now, but bear with me here. 
So here is my NeoKeys. I have, basically I started with one because I was able to populate this one with the capacitor, the diode, the resistor, and the kale switch. Uh, so that's one, and then I used pattern to make it a five by, four, uh, five by six to create that arrangement there. And you'll notice that there is some gaps in between them. That is actually supposed to be like that. And the main thing you wanna know about these is that they are 19 millimeters apart. So if I go into the pattern, you can see that 19 millimeters is the spacing between the columns and the rows. So they're perfectly matched like that. And if you look, the corners, they have that little bit of a curve. When they're combined in a four by four, you get an M3 mounting hole. So that's what's cool about it. And you want to be aware of, you know, the orientation of it, because right now this is the top and yeah. no, this oh, is the bottom. Oh, so I have it correct. <laughs> I thought it was incorrect for a second. So that's how I have my five by six set up because I want them to have all the populated bits. And uh, for whatever reason, I couldn't get a good silk screen, like it covers some of the holes. So if I come in here to the 3D PCB and open the board, I can hide the, the silk screen. You see it just shows right through. So that's like that. And you can see here that it actually does have those slots, those little vias here in between those three traces there, those three pinouts. Um, so you won't get that, but I think it's fine the way I have it because then this way I can come back in here if I ever need to and let's say I want a 4x4, I just update these and say I want my 4x4 because I'm thinking I actually want to do a 4x4 and then my design could adapt if I set it up that way. But that's the way I'm thinking that it should be is just have a one key, a one by one, and then y'all will uh, you know, make it. But I'll probably have both PCBs available. This is a really tricky one because of all the the tiling was quite a bit. I'm sure for Lamar it was, it was kind of a challenge to figure out because like, if you look, there's actually two types of um, tiles. There's one that goes across and then the other one goes like the opposite way. So it was a bit of a challenge, uh, I think, uh, to route it. But she got it going pretty good. And uh, I don't want to snap it just yet. I want to get that on video of me snapping this piece off. but. Um, yeah, what else do I have here? Oh, the feet, they're just little feet modeled, right? I'll, I'll throw up the plate on Thingiverse or something later. Yeah. But that's all I got there for the ortho, the 5x6 ortho thing. And uh, cool. Eagle 9.3. Got it installed and works fine. Cool. End of segment. <laughs> posting up the... Uh, CAD, uh, the AFRICAD parts on GitHub. Thank you so much. That, those are posted that's there. the next thing I have then. So the Adafruit CAD parts is a great way to get started with um, modeling something, a prop. So that's what we got going on here. So the next project pro project that I'm working on is a collab project with Phil B. Painter Dragon. This is going to be a very obscure prop from uh, the Star Trek animated series. And what I was able to do is just pull out some of the components uh, that we want to use. This is going to be the handle for this ray gun. And in the, in the handle, I needed to see what parts fit inside. And so the, the, um, the 3D parts that we have, I was able to bring them in and, and arrange them in a way where I could start figuring out what's the right sizes and dimensions uh, for this handle. So uh, for folks that are just getting started, definitely you know, download some 3D models of of things that you want to be in your project. In this case, it's the prop maker featherwing with uh, one of the feather boards, a 22 milliamp battery, and one of these cool slide pot switches. So I have models of those. Folks can grab those from our GitHub repo, throw them into your CAD app, and um, start working with them. So here I just have um, three sketches, and I have uh, some user parameters set up so I can adjust the height of the handle and also the diameter. So I'm just trying to figure out, uh, you know, what is the place, best placement for everything um, with, uh, you know, accommodated wires. And because the feather boards have all the connectors and things on there, I have a really good one-to-one -one representation of clearances. Am I gonna have the right clearances? Am I gonna run into some wires here? So that's uh, how I start my, my props. I get my parts in and start figuring out, like you could do this in real, but like when you're in CAD, you can, you can, I don't know, do it. You can, uh, <laughs> what is it, inspect. 
you can do the slice. To right, see, you can really see, see is my connector in there. Yeah. So that, that's the thing I'm working on. It's a collab project again with Phil B, and uh, it'll be quite obscure. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that's my promotion for uh, the GitHub repo that we have here. Pages added many links to it. Yeah, we also have Fritzing for Fritzing, our wiring diagrams. Fritzing, the guide system guides, the CAD parts. Mm -hmm. And I'll be sure to update the oh, 5x6 ortho here as soon as I get that out. But yeah, cool. All right. Is that all the stuff? I think so. Let's cool. go ahead and jump into Community Makes. We have 10 minutes left. Yeah. This One. week, the finale of... Um, Last week was Lady Loki. Loki. This week, Gator Loki. Yeah, How's so that? Lamar saw this <laughs> being posted all over Twitter and was like, I want me a Gator Loki. Yeah, he did. floats. He does. How freaking cool. Here so, he is floating. I think it was just a mashup of one of the alligator uh, STLs that are like floating around. Okay. With the addition of some oh, Loki horns. He's so mischievous. Oh, it's, it's the support materials. Yeah, his supports <laughs> fell off. He don't need no supports. <laughs> well, after they were already printed. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they look great, though. Yeah, the, the supports held on until the uh, horn was done printing. The screen PLA is, is, is quite interesting. It's not a shade of green I've seen it's before. It's darks. They just call it dark, uh, translucent. It's a very uh, cool PLA. PLA. Find out Amazon. Um, yeah, Pedro painted the horns with acrylic paint. So if you're wondering if it's a dual extruded, no, it's not. I thought it was, because he did such a good job painting it. Uh, um, one of the things that I am super impressed with, uh, with having so much support material on the inside of his mouth, is that his teeth all printed out. <laughs> Here, get really close. Yeah, because look at, look at his teeth. They're all there. Even closer. <laughs> there you go. Rawr. <laughs> They're just dribbles. <laughs> Right? <laughs> That's the lowest resolution. I know. You oh, you even painted his eyes. You gave him little, little oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. pupils. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Frightening. So nice little floaty, as you saw there. Uh, you probably want to add, like, a uh, drill a hole for having a uh, drain, uh, since water was able to get in. That's on the right, inside. yeah. I had to, spring, you know, rinse him out. Um, and let him dry out. Let him dry out, out yeah. <laughs> I shook it a bunch. Yeah. I was like, I hope he doesn't break. Uh, disappoint materials on the bottom, as you can see here, those come out pretty good with the same settings we were talking about earlier. Nice. And yeah, just nice little, uh, I think it would be a cool case for having, uh, what is that, IoT uh, pool temperature logger. Cool to have <laughs> this as a case. That would be pretty cool as a case. <laughs> like big, big enough where you can fit the components inside there. Cool. So this is a, th a free STL on Thingiverse. Yeah. Here is the website. It's Got some weird, it's not loading. The thumbnail's not loading. But right, but you can see that people have made it. There's some makes here, and there's some comments, and the Thingiverse files here, you can download that. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's where we got it. So shout out to Thingiverse user KRLOZWAFFLE666. Great job. Very nice. Yeah, it could be a kit, like a, like you said, a kit-bashed thing. Mm -hmm. So that's cool. All right, so if you want to print your Gator Loki. Hold you over you until what's next? I think Hawkeye is next mm. of the year. Cheryl will make an appearance there somewhere. Cool. Gator Loki. All right. Cool. We got some more community makes. I'm sure it'll be the uh, top Halloween costume for any pet or animal. Yeah. Just folks wearing Crocs with little 3D printed horns <laughs> on it. All right. We get another community make here. This is from John Gallifer. Hello, John. Oh, this was super cool. Super cool. He made a really great improvement to the Infinity Cube with NeoPixel uh, LEDs and CircuitPython. So John uh, 3D printed the, the frame, cut out the, the mirrored acrylic, um, laid out the LEDs in super really nice, like they are really nicely laid out. That is fantastic, John. You did a really, really good job. It looks better than mine for sure. And uh, John also uh, made it Bluetooth enabled so you can control it with the Adafruit Bluefruit app, which is super cool. So I'm gonna be updating my Infinity Cube with it. And I pulled it um, out of the out of the project bin behind us, and I was actually playing with it, and uh, I was interested to see that it's running, my version is running CircuitPython 5 Beta 3 with a very early version of the LED animation library by Catney and Crayola. So, Roy, right, Roy Crayola. So, uh, very, very cool to see that this got a, a really nice update um, for Bluetooth control, so I will be playing with that. Thanks, John, for sharing that with us, and fantastic job on, on the, on the I'm making it. It's uh, 
one of those projects that can have an infinite amount of issues because mm -hmm. <laughs> I oh know God, yeah. the, the construction yeah, of it it's, and then it's, the, it's quite an achievement. It, it the way you have to bend the LED strip. That's I can't stop looking. Super mesmerizing. Yeah, it is. It's so good. All right, we got one from um, from Stuart on Twitter. This is actually uh, a three D printed design that John JP John Park he put this up on Thinkiverse. It's for the macro pad. And um, I noticed uh, Stuart made two of them. <laughs> it looks great. He made it two different colors. Like the so. yellow one. Yeah. So you can check this out. It's on Thingiverse, um, the Adafruit's Thingiverse. You can check it out. You also put the link here to it. Nice. But uh, I just wanted to share Stuart's because he, he, that's super fast to print. Like, whoa. Nice, man. Nice. Very, very cool. So lots of macro pad designs are going to be out there when y'all get yours. Very cool. And that's the Swiss community makes. If y'all would like to share, um, you can. Tag us in any of the social channels or Discord. So there we go. I'm trying to manage my tabs here. Where is Discord? There you go. <laughs> Some cool questions posted in the Discord. Avro was asking about the filler that we use for 3D printed parts. I posted the link to the Rust-Oleum gray uh, automotive filler that we used on the Daft Punk helmets. Yeah, that's cool. And that was, uh, I saw all the people using that. And I think it was like next day delivery on Amazon. So I picked it up and it worked pretty good. Sweet. For the all right. Oh, it's over there. Well, later tonight, folks, um, we are, I think we're still doing show and tell at 7.30 p.m. Eastern time. But instead of asking engineer, I feel like there might be some more. If not, it'll be next week. Right. If we get if that it, wrong. Yeah. <laughs> but there might be some sort of unboxing going on. We're... You know, stay tuned. It could be a surprise. But I was going to say, is there a coupon code? <laughs> Maybe. Um, there might be. Yeah. We don't know. <laughs> Sorry. So uh, I think show and tell for sure, 7.30 p.m. Eastern time. So if you have some projects you'd like to share with Lamar and Phil or definitely folks in the community, stop definitely stop by. Um, it doesn't have to be electronics. It could be arts and crafts, too. And it doesn't have to be a finished project. And it doesn't have to have any Adafruit parts. Love working. Uh, yeah, we like retro stuff. Work, work in progress stuff is always cool. Yeah, we like maker spaces as well. So if you're setting up your new shop and you are, um, you know, setting up your new shop, we want to see it. We want to see all your, your fun stuff and maybe any tips and stuff on organizing or that sort of thing. So, cool. All right. And then tomorrow is Thursday, JP's workshop, 4 p.m. Eastern time. Friday, we got a deep dive with Scott. All things CircuitPython. Sundays are Lamar's from the desk of Lady Ada with the, the great search from DigiHe, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. JP's on Tuesdays, part pick of the week. The CircuitPython, money is a, the CircuitPython meeting is on Mondays. And you could always check um, the Discord server by hitting um, the code, what is it, like, like question showtimes. mark showtime? Yeah. You could get the, the hours there. And then HackChat at 3 p.m. That's in three hours. So we got to get out of here. So we appreciate Hope someone's everybody. corrected us. It's uh, his email says someone's email says uh, the twenty eighth uh, <coughs> for unboxing. Okay, cool. So ask an engineers tonight then. I think. <laughs> okay, cool, 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 cool. I'm glad. All right. Anything else, Pedro? I think that's it. All Thank right. you all for watching. Uh, we'll post, uh, we'll keep reading the comments in the post. There's a really cool one on this new slicer called Super Slicer. Oh, I want to check that a out. A new slicer is, yeah, has entered has the, entered the arena. arena. Okay, <laughs> super. All right, well, thank you so much for, for watching, folks. We'll see you next time. Until then, don't forget to make, make a great day. Great day. See you later. Bye, folks.